KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you courtesy of your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is the Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager, Jerry Jones. Especially after what had to have been an emotional day yesterday, we really appreciate you jumping on with us today. Well, of course, uh, uh, our hearts go out to uh, the families that uh, that are involved. Uh, you can see he touched so many families. And, uh, uh, you know, again, the uh, strength and conditioning uh, coach or the, the person that's in charge of that, uh, he is one of the most important people there are on a team because he touches everyone. Uh, I had said this earlier, but Bill Parcells used to, as a his one of his main coaching uh, tags, would go down and spend the off season in the uh, that uh, training room area, strength and conditioning, and work on diets for the players, and that's where he would establish his relationships, so that he could tough talk, hard coach, uh, but he had great relationships. He had their best interest at heart, and he was trying to help them get better. And he knew what's important in their lives is to get better. That's the most important thing to them. Well, you endear yourself when you serve that role. And uh, he had that role and endeared himself. And those guys are appreciated probably more than any single coaching position there is. Now, we're curious about this and no better person to get insight from than you, obviously, with the death of Marcus Paul with a really tough loss on Thanksgiving, is there any concern from you or in the organization that it's hard for some of these players to, you know, find the motivation or get fired up to play some of these games? Oh, I, I think it's, uh, frankly, uh, I think uh, each person uh, uh, handles uh, these valleys uh, in different ways. Uh, I wouldn't dare uh, know uh, within anyone uh, their emotional state as to uh, uh, playing uh, the football game. They know him. They know he gave his life to helping them improve those skills to use at a practice or in a football game. And he was, he was uh, undaunting in terms of helping them get better. And so you could easily see where the greatest tribute inside themselves would be to excel and use what he had uh, given his uh, time given him. So you could see that. You could see uh, the remorse that's involved and the sadness that's involved. Uh, but uh, uh, also there's a, a, an attitude of when you have uh, it's close in, uh, you realize how easy it is to not have it or how easy it can go away, like. And so uh, uh, it can cause you to want to make the most out of every second and maximize uh, what you're uh, leaving behind or what you're enjoying doing. So all of those things come to play, uh, but I wouldn't dare get inside any individual. Jerry, you've been in, in locker rooms. You've seen how these guys, it's a, it's a community. It's its own little ecosystem. Uh, I'm kind of curious, who do you think those guys, those guys in that locker room turn to uh, in these kinds of moments whenever they're looking at their teammates? Who are the guys they're looking to for inspiration here? Well, uh, uh, you know, people manifest their leadership or their uh, contribution to helping each other. They do it in a lot of different ways. And there's a, a highly uh, uh, loquacious, there's, a, you know, articulate, 
there's uh, silence. There's, uh, uh, you know, you, you can go down through uh, the, the times that I've seen leadership, and uh, it can come almost with a nod, almost with a silence. Uh, or it can come with a, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, just a lot of emotion and a lot of uh, uh, physicality. Uh, there's just a lot of different ways to do it now in a, in a football setting. And uh, all of it is real. That's the main thing. That's the biggest thing of all is that uh, uh, there, you can't uh, uh, manufacture it. It's real stuff, and uh, nobody tries to that I've ever seen in these type circumstances. Jerry, are you antsy to get back on the football field? I know you're not a player on the team, but uh, in these situations, sometimes I was listening to Nate Newton talk about this, and he said in situations like this, getting back on the football field and playing a football game can kind of get you back to where you're hoping to be. Well, Nate's played a lot of football, and so I accept that. And uh, I think there's a lot of that, yes. Uh, uh, Getting back to – uh, your uh, your your focus, your schedule, your uh, the, the how you uh, go about every day and think it through. Uh, uh, that has some uh, uh, really way of uh, uh, kind of getting your mind off of it. So uh, uh, you know, I, I I just again I don't want to understate it or overstate it. It's real. It's just there. He's gone and. Uh, uh, he was an important part of this team and an important part of our chance to get better and win. Uh, all of that is there, and he had personal relationships. So uh, it just covered all the ground, and uh, uh, we'll, uh, uh, you know, we'll uh, not see. I'm not looking for it. I, I don't want to look and, and see what that is. That's to each person within him. But I will tell you this. He, he has, for every player out there, he has a very – and coach. He has a very real place uh, f- uh, forever, for a long time. Jerry, one of your the, – the guy that's been your strongest leader on this team, Dak Prescott, talked a little bit about his recovery and what he's going through. First off, have you talked to him about his recovery lately? And is he still a leader on this team, even not being around, despite not being around as much as he, should, he could be? Well, yes, and uh, without even uh, hesitating, yes. Uh, but uh, in particular, uh, I noted uh, his comment about his little victories every day, his little victories, little things. He looks to stack those up. And, uh, boy, that's, uh, uh, that's telling uh, as to uh, uh, how his uh, mind is and uh, how he approaches his, his, uh, his work and having those positive uh, gains. Uh, you know, I've, uh, uh, every, every day, as early as you can, you need a victory. Uh, and um, th- that is, uh, uh, that, that's, that's very effective, uh, of, of victory. Uh, I know that a lot of people say I get up and I get my workout in, and I may get my ass kicked the entire rest of the day, but I won one right there. And that starts me off right. And so... Finding those little victories, and boy, it tells you uh, the mind game that uh, uh, that he's having to work through to uh, uh, get his rehab in. He's got uh, all the goals and positives there are in the world, but uh, it just goes back to the guy in the mirror. The, uh, that's where you want to win, right there with him. He's the difference. 
Can you tell us maybe what some of the little victories have been this season then? Because obviously it's been a tough season for y'all and for Cowboys fans alike. What are some of the little victories you've seen during this season? Oh, I've, uh, you know, I can go quick. I like what 92 Armstrong. I'm seeing some, I'm seeing him have some little victories out there, but not little. I don't want to use the word little, but since we're in that vernacular, uh, but, uh, oh, I see several things. As a matter of fact, uh, you better be looking for the little nuances of victory because the big ones haven't been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're easier to, they're easier to at least focus on. And, uh, now that's a great that's a great question and needs uh, uh, and it's where to start uh, and you start on that side of the ledger of the things that are positive and then you go over there and realistically look at the uh, uh, look at the negatives and uh, that's where you start and they they out believe it or not uh, the, the positives outweigh the negatives here now completely overshadowed by the fact that we've won three football games. And so I'm not uh, uh, living in a dream world here that uh, you can't uh, uh, completely manufacture it so that you've got you a, an A when it's a D. But uh, the bottom line is that uh, that's the way that you approach it, and we've got, uh, uh, we're getting great reps from a lot of young players. And that has paid off for teams in the NFL for forever. And that's how they come from back in the pack to the front of the pack is uh, not only have they got talent, but they've got a lot of repetitions that they get in uh, during these stages of a team that's uh, uh, struggling. And so young players do get a lot of reps. We've had that happen, and it's really paid off. Uh, You can't imagine the players that might not have developed their, uh, their real full go of it uh, for one reason, and that was during the first two or three years they were in the NFL, they didn't get enough reps. That happens a lot. How, how confident are you for a game that's already been moved several times? How confident are you that this Cowboys-Ravens game will get played on Tuesday night? Uh, well, I know that um, uh, we're uh, knock on wood. Uh, we're, we're in good shape uh, relative to uh, the covid uh, where we are as we speak this morning, we're in great shape. Uh, we all know the uh, Ravens have been having to make a lot of adjustments. They did play the other day, and uh, I don't have notation here of anything that uh, uh, is, uh, uh, let's say, accelerated uh, regarding them, but I don't know about their detail. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm excited that we're getting uh, – of the game in and getting a primetime game in, and it's going to be a a different date than normal, but uh, uh, I'm anxious to see how that works for that time of week. Uh, But in general, uh, uh, I said this the other day, our game is played, and again, I'm going to arm wave a little with you here, but we have an oblong football. It's not round. You can't really manage a lot which way the ball is going to go when it hits the ground. And so uh, you got to be ready for it to go either way. That's football. Footballs uh, rarely cancel because of the elements. Footballs rarely cancel because of, uh, of, of injury. Football is uh, a game of attrition. It's a game of playing under uh, unique conditions, and it's a game of adjusting. It always has been. And that's why that big old thing inside people call heart 
and that big old thing called resolve and keeping going and and uh, uh, playing when you're not feeling good and uh, in the fourth quarter and it's not fun anymore. Uh, you don't look as good. Uh, that's why all of that has the analogies with football because the game is physical. Uh, it's not natural uh, late in the game to be playing the game in a lot of ways. God said get away from some of that rather than get in front of it. And so you have to call on yourself. Uh, that's what the NFL is doing. Jerry, speaking of young players, uh, Biotic and Diggs, two of your draft picks, are they expected to come back this season, and if so, when? I hope so, and I don't know. The last part's the hard part, uh, but uh, I would uh, hope so. We've got five games, and uh, we can all count and know the time that's involved in We think we know the time that's involved in between them. And so uh, uh, there's a chance we could have them back, and we want them back as uh, – there's no reason not to put them out there the minute they can play because we've got the entire offseason ahead of us. Uh, Zeke was nominated by the team for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship uh, Award. Can you kind of describe the, the, the sportsmanship qualities that Zeke has that made him y'all's nominee? Yeah, uh, I think uh, uh, just the nature of it because he's such a outstanding football player. But... Uh, uh, Deke uh, is, uh, uh, I mean, Zeke. <laughs> Zeke has a way of getting minimized. It's a little bit like Michael Irvin when they talked about what a heart and how much of the soul of the team, and you couldn't win without him. It almost sounded like he was an overachiever, that he didn't have athletic ability. So wrong. So wrong. He was outstanding as an athlete. And uh, he just refined everything, got the most out of every aspect of it. Zeke is a real uh, uh, leader. And and the main reason he leads is because he's such a hard worker. And he, believe you me, he is uh, uh, right at the top of anybody I've seen focused before he plays a game, what he means to a locker room, uh, how he can lead in uh, uh, all kinds of issues. When you're as talented as he is, you certainly are eligible to lead. You don't have to lead. Well, he leads, and that, and that's, uh, that makes him uh, a lot of guys as talented as he is uh, haven't. He does. Last thing I was curious about is we saw in Denver is they kind of have the designated survivor quarterback that they keep away from everybody. I know we've talked about the bubble with you in the past that y'all are doing. Do you guys have a designated survivor quarterback that is away from the entirety of the rest of the team? I, I don't. Uh, I don't know uh, if we uh, work it quite that way. Do we separate? Uh, do we separate so that uh, if all uh, should get, there's a, uh, there's a very low odds that somebody uh, could get it? The answer is a big yes. You keep hearing when that question is asked of Coach, he says, we take a room that was set up for the defense, and that room is where the whole qu- the quarterback core is in there. And, of course, we have practice squad quarterbacks and we have uh, our regular quarterbacks. Uh, But from the get-go, we have always had the philosophy that uh, always have an outlier uh, that could come in and play. What happens is that uh, over a course of time, you have also quarterbacks that have played in the system or that have been around us. You can go through us. 
uh, with Kellen Moore, and you can list quarterbacks that aren't on our roster right now. Uh, those those quarterbacks are out on maybe even practice squad rosters, or they're out on the street. Now they've had a lot of reputations and a lot of the things it takes to play quarterback. Those people are under consideration in the NFL. Before we started this season, there was some talk about having uh, put five or six teams of positions together and let them be continually practicing and available even on a game-to-game basis for teams that ran short of players. We never did that. But, in fact, you have that because we've expanded the practice squads, thereby giving you uh, a couple of offensive linemen have to be included in that expansion because that's an area where you can get hurt. But we've expanded the universe of players that aren't necessarily, in many cases, practicing on a daily basis. Now, when you get down like they were at quarterback or like a team can get at quarterback, you've got to go to that area to go get you somebody that has had some experience. More often than not, there could be somebody out there that has coached, that has played under the coaches that are involved, or maybe even played for the team. But uh, more often than not, now you've got turnover in your coaches, so you don't have that kind of continuity. But more often than not, there are street players that are available on practice squads that could step up and not have to go to a tight end to have a quarterback. Well, and that's available, and that was the plan. Jerry, do you do you think that that the having to get to advanced protocols to where y'all have gotten has hurt the product or the sport, or is that just a byproduct of being having to be flexible and adaptable? Oh, candidly, and you know, but but I believe what I'm saying. Uh, the sport is about adjusting, mm. and always has been. And it's about making, uh, we criticize it if you don't get a halftime adjustments. You criticize if you don't get in-game adjustments. And you've got to be able to take a guard and move him to center. You've got to be able to take a linebacker and let him uh, uh, rush the pass. You've got to be able to do that in sport. We've been doing it forever not necessarily because we have such focus on uh, skill and position in the NFL. But Lamar Hunt, Lamar Hunt, uh, without really hanging some uh, real succinct statistic on him, wanted to play with less players. And he said it would make it a more fun game because they would have to go both ways and go on special teams. Plus they'd get tired at the end of the game, and when they're tired – you have bigger plays, and it'd be a more exciting game. That was Lamar Hunt's theory. Wow. And so my whole point is, tired, but just as long as everybody's getting tired, <laughs> tired does not necessarily mean uh, the, uh, uh, char- the uh, exhibition of my will, my skill, my everything against your team is not going on. So I'm answering your question, as you know, you hear the answer coming. No, Mm -hmm. I think what you're seeing is a COVID season, and you're seeing all kinds of adjustments being made, and you're seeing football lay claim to uh, this is football. You deal with what's coming, and uh, really that, uh, in essence, has been the uh, uh, attitude of the league when it comes to somebody getting shortchanged on a personnel position is – Boy, think ahead or uh, make do and come up with adjustments. Uh, nothing to, uh, would say they'd expect you. Matter of fact, I remember the conversations. They'd say you just have to run uh, 
the uh, Wildcat, or you just have to run uh, whatever. If you get down to where you really don't have a passing-type quarterback, you'd get out there and you'd have you a single wing and you'd have you almost a running back at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And um, you can win games like that. Awesome answer, Jerry. Thank you very much for that, and thank you for taking the time with us this morning and every Friday morning. We'll talk with you later. Thank you all. Bye.